Welcome, everyone. My name is Tony Cardenas, and this is the Carmel Social Media Podcast Show. We are going to be talking about Fishers and Noblesville, Indiana real estate market. And my guest today on the show is Kyle Morris with FC Tucker and my good friend Shelly Walters with EXP in Carmel, Indiana. Hi, guys. Let's hey. talk housing. Hey, Tony. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tony. Yeah, sure. So, hey, guys, let's let's talk about uh, what's going on in the Noblesville and Fisher's market. I mean, there's a lot of activities going on. It's uh, middle of February. We're getting ready to get right around the corner to spring 2022, and the market's going to change. But let's talk about what type of activity right now, Kyle, are we looking at in Noblesville? What's what's for sale? What's going on there? So right now, this week, we had eight new listings go on the market, right? Okay. So but we still have 19 total on the market. So the, the new eight that came on, and then we have 11 others that uh, were, were already existing on the market. Okay, so what, Shelly, what do we got going on in Fishers right now? Fishers had a few more, um, went on the market this week with 16, and there were already 24 on the market. So we currently have 40 active, but those 16 that hit the market were between 290,000 to 1.4 million. And, um, you know, that's a little tick up, but it looks like Noblesville really doesn't have very much going on. Well, okay. So people are looking for a home. They call you guys. If uh, Kyle, for example, if I called you up today and uh, I was a new home buyer and I said, hey, you know what? I'm looking to buy a home in Noblesville because I want my kids in the Hamilton County schools. And I said to you, uh, hey, I'm looking to spend anywhere from uh, 280000 to three fifty. Can you possibly get me in a home? and Noblesville, or would I move over to Fishers? What would be your recommendation? I mean, 100%, we could get you anywhere, really. It, it comes down to more timelines, knowing what the expectation is of like how quickly we need to make these moves, so to speak. But you could get into either community at that price point. You could. Yeah, for sure. It, it really just comes down to, do we want to build? Do we have that timeline? Um, where are we sitting at as far as, uh, do we need to do it in the next 30 days, or do we need to do it in the six months so right. all of those things come into play but you could get into either community and shelly if i came over to you and i said hey you know what my wife and i are thinking about uh building a home in fisher's noblesville area um would i be able to build a home starting let's just say april 1st and having you guide us through the steps in the process when would I expect to actually be in my home? And could I get into a home for, let's say, a new brand new home with a warranty for $350,000? Is it possible? In Fishers and Noblesville, we currently have actually Fishers currently on the market where the builders are actually advertising on okay. LIBOR. It's $467,000 to $866,000. That's what's available. There's seven. But I will tell you, the new builds are not always on LIBOR. And we as agents are really good for you to be able to find what's out there and available because they're not being marketed. So we really don't know until it all depends on the community you want to be in, obviously the size of house you need and everything like that. But, um, you know, when you see those numbers and starting at, that's usually nowhere near what you start at truly. So right. you just have to know that we can help you and guide you towards the proper neighborhood and builder to try to get it's funny you said that. I'm, I'm going to move over to uh, Westfield just for a moment. Uh, Lennar, big builder. Okay, they're building in a Carmel. They're building in Westfield. You know, um, I had a friend that was thinking about it. And I was going to reach out to one of the agents on our list that um, 
they wanted to build a home uh, in the Westfield area, okay? And the home was like $342,000. Here's what's crazy. It was a two bedroom. They did not get to go pick their lot. It's like, okay, we're building on that lot starting on May 1st and you get that lot and you get this house. I mean, what the heck's going on with the lots and the inventory? It seems like those choices aren't available. What's your opinion on this, Kyle? So I think actually, so when we were talking about the numbers, Shelly says they're not, not accurate. There's quite a few builders in communities. <laughs> yeah. They're not even on there because you have to go in there. You have to create a relationship and they'll say, hey, we're, we're selling two lots in April through a lottery system. And that's not going to be reflected on my board as mm-hmm. far as, hey, come in and you can price this out. You can do a new build here. Just because the inventory, we have to be able to keep up the builders with the supply chain even have a reasonable expectation of completion dates and and affordability and all of these things, right? Because so much goes into the the new construction. So I think a lot of it does come down to the agent and the relationships that they have with the builders, because a lot of it, I get phone calls and emails about when new lots are coming on the market, things like that. Yeah. And I do think that's where it's really important in this low inventory that everybody understands that as a real estate agent who's very, very active with new builds like Mm -hmm. you and I both are, that we are in tune with every builder out there in all the neighborhoods, what's available, what's coming available. And the problem is, is that if you're not ahead of the game, then you're still not going to even probably be able to do a new build because they're going to sell out and it's going to be a while before they go to the next phase. And that's where I've sold and I know you've sold with our buyers. These houses literally get the builders release them. They make their phone calls to the to us who are more active with them. And within two or three hours, we're in there with a contract saying, we'll take it because we already know what we're looking for with our buyers. And we have that relationship. But the, the agents who don't have those relationships and or the buyers who are just trying to do it on their own, they come and go so fast. Well, you know, the great thing about a new home today versus a guy that goes out and buys a home for $325,000 and uh, they buy it in just a couple minutes. And the next thing you know, they got to do a, uh, some upgrades and repairs by buying a new home today. You know, what's the normal warranty? Is it one year fully on the house and then so many years on the structure? How's that normally? It work? varies builder, builder to builder, honestly. So you do have the mechanicals that are going to be covered. You know, the manufacturer's warranty, but generally like interior, if you're talking drywall paint, sure. so that's a, that's a year. Right. But I, I mean, it's very dependent on, what you're talking about in the house we're talking mechanicals we're, are we talking foundation appliances. structural appliances that's going to go to the manufacturer's warranty mm-hmm. etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah some are builders and some are the manufacturers of the actual products so it just kind of depends and every builder is totally different on their so that's something we can't really say and that's where we sit down with the clients and at the builder and those are questions we find out or we keep a very big list in our office mm-hmm. of who does what because it is different with everybody just like any business person. so what Give me that. I'm going to ask you your top two or top three reasons why somebody wants to use an agent to build a house. What the benefits do they get? Um, and because a lot of people have ever built a house. I mean, I built a house before and I didn't know anything about building a house. So there's got to be a great benefit for a customer using an agent. So interesting thing. One of the reasons I got into the business was because of this exact thing. So I had a great agent who helped us sell our house and was also involved in the new build process and we had a uh, not a bad experience but just a very overwhelming experience Uh and didn't feel like we had a lot of support and so that was one of the driving forces of me getting into the industries because i wanted to look more into that 
And a house alone, a fully completed house, is a ton to digest. It's just information, sensory overload, all of it. There's so many different moving parts, let alone during the building process. And if you're not used to it and so know that sometimes these things look a little bit off and we repair them or this will be taken care of pre-drywall or this is normal and things like that. Right. And even then, there's so much to even look at. Sure. You will totally overlook something else just with the novice eye, quite honestly. That's what it really comes down to. It, it's just experience and it's a long process and it just is flat out overwhelming not used to the process. Well, right. we're also there as their advocate because there right. are times when you've got a builder and a situation going on. And I will tell you, I just, the advocacy, I absolutely 100% want to say you need. Sure. Um, all these builders are awesome. They're still in business in this town because they're awesome. They're doing a great job and they don't last if they aren't. So I'm not saying that there's any issues out there with any builders, right. but there will be, there's just humans and errors going on yeah and people don't understand the step and the process and this that and the other how to handle know. it and, and and some of them just don't want to be you know controversial yeah. you don't want to feel bad and, and honest when they're building it for you sometimes you're afraid to say something like well, what if they're gonna skimp right. on it and they and builders don't do that they're totally used to it and we get to be the middleman who basically absorbs all the good cop bad guys. right yeah yeah 100%. but we just we just are there we um are there to help them make sure that what they're doing in this big purchase is done correctly throughout their entire process. And that's not to say we know what the builders, you know, we're not that much of a brain that we know exactly what they should be doing, but we know how it should go. Right. And I will tell you, I just looked at a house that was on the market last, um, last week. The house is two years old and I won't say the builder, but I walked in and I looked at the flooring and it was just like they laid one type of flooring in the, it was an open concept. So we have the family room, kitchen and dining room, all one floor. And when I walked in, I could see one type of flooring touching another type of flooring. And I asked them, the sellers happened to be there. And I said, what happened to the flooring? And they're like, oh, no, they just, they told us that it was a different lot, lot colors. Because if you don't buy the same boxes sure. at the same time, the floorings will not match. And I said, but you knew that when you bought it? And they said, yeah, but the builder said they couldn't do anything about it. I was, my brain was going, oh, not on my watch. There's no way I would have let that because right now, when we walked in, my buyers turned around and said, not interested and walked back out because that floor was not done by the builder from the very So the beginning. builder took care of it at the end of the day, right? Never. They didn't ask for it. And now they can't sell it, I've heard. There's a problem because but those are things the builders will do if you tell them, right. if you're strong enough with it. But if the builder can move on to their next house, they're probably going to go, oh, they were cool. They didn't care. Right. But they put the same floor in. It just didn't match up. It, was right. the it didn't same match up. It was, it was very obvious when you walked okay. into the house. Can't and don't want to are two different things. Exactly. Right? Well, that's that's why some, do it versus don't want to do. It. That's to. why somebody needs an advocate that will walk them through the steps. So let me ask and you this: turn around. What I just have to say is lose money on the sale of the house potentially because the builder didn't do it in the beginning for them correctly. So they'll absorb the cost, and they did not have an agent helping them. That's just something I see all the time. Okay, let me ask you this: What do you think the interest rates are doing right now? I mean, we know they're going up. Is it taking some of your buyers out of the market? Let's be quick on this. I don't think so personally. I think quite the opposite. Human behavior is people, um, people knew they were going up. I think everybody is knowing that it was going that way. People are more afraid of, is it going to stop going up? So I would actually say interest rates hasn't affected anything about my buyers whatsoever right now. I can't predict where that's going to be in six months, nine months, but in the current environment, uh, interest rates have not impacted 
significantly enough to change people's buying power. Yeah, and I sense. don't think so either. It's not. I'm not really seeing it. But there will be a time potentially if it continues to go up to drop the lower end home buying. Because well, the can, other thing too is that it, you, you'll see uh, some people go to FHA, different type of mortgages and stuff like that to get a little bit better pricing or stuff like that. Or or you might even see some people go to 7-1 and 10-1 arms because the 7-1 and 10-1 arms are getting aggressive right now. Okay, let's wrap up the show. Thank you both. Uh, Kyle Morse with FC Tucker, Carmel, Indiana. Shelly Walters with EXP, Carmel, Indiana. Uh, Kyle, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's your phone number and how can they get a hold of you? Easiest way to get a hold of me, call or text 317-649-5122. And Shelly. Hey guys, you can reach me at my cell phone, 317-201-2601, anytime. Thank you. Have a great day and a great week. Thank you.